Hi, everybody. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Lady B. I'm your host, Lady B. How are you? How's it going? I hope everybody is well this time around. Oh, oh, happy harvest. Uh, may all the seeds that you sowed over the last few months bring you a plentiful harvest. After all, you reap what we sow. So hopefully you sowed some good seeds. All this week, or last week, I want to say, all last week, uh, the social media was buzzing, buzzing, buzzing about Mia Long's fiance cheating on her. Most people were so stunned because so many men growing up in the 90s had such a big crush on her. And people are out here saying, like, how could he cheat on her because she's so beautiful, she's so independent, successful, and all these other wonderful attributes, right? And then we had Adam Levine, the week before that, who cheated on his wife and his little sidekick or whatever you want to call her, she spoke out and she trashed his name as well. And it's just, it's just mind blowing because she had the same attributes that our good sis Mia Long did. And this brings me to the burning question, why? Why would these men cheat on such beautiful women? So for this week's topic, I, I'd like to talk about why people cheat. It's my opinion, my opinion only, and these are my thoughts, that people who cheat do it because it's their choice. But what's behind the decision is what really intrigues me. I'm in the opinion, or I have the opinion, that people who cheat could possibly have low self-esteem, suffer from mommy or daddy issues, they don't have a high emotional intelligence, or they have this void inside them that they need to fill. Or, just maybe, it's possible that they have low moral standards and they just don't give a shit, you know? I mean, it really could be possibly that as well. Let's unpack this a little bit, though. Let's start with the self-esteem, like the low self-esteem. Low self-esteem could come or stem from some sort of childhood trauma, like emotional abuse, some examples of emotional abuse would be someone being over, overly criticized by a parent or a loved one who played a big part in their child's life. Or a parent who never praised their child, who may have said that their child was dumb or stupid. And there's parents who say, why should your life be any better than mine? Or it's okay, it was good for me and it's good for you too. Or what about, oh, you think you're better than everybody, huh? A lot of those too. Encountered a lot of those people as well. Or, you know what else is one? You know how people will make make jokes and they'll make their kid the butt of the joke, or they'll use sarcasm to hurt their kid. That's kind of jacked up as well, you know. So then we have emotionally distant parents. Low self-esteem could come from emotionally distant parents. These are the parents who aren't interested in your day-to-day -day life. They never say I love you or give you hugs. They don't question you about your life. They're uninterested in your achievements. They don't value, validate your hard work. And they don't make you feel important. And also, low self-esteem could stem from sexual or physical abuse. And these kind of seem self-explanatory, so I don't have to explain that to you. I'm sure you know what that means. 
over the years, I think some of us have recognized these behaviors in our lives and we decided to do some work and to heal ourselves. As people start healing themselves, their emotional intelligence grows. When you grow, you start to change your ways and you realize that certain types of behaviors like cheating are self-destructive or can be considered as self-sabotage. Self-sabotage probably pays a big part in cheating along with the feelings of unworthiness, which could relate back to the low self-esteem, the emotionally distant parents, the sexual abuse, or the physical abuse. It's entirely possible that the low self-esteem, the feelings of lack and unworthiness have created a void inside these people and they're not accustomed to a healthy relationships, you know, or seeing healthy relationships. It's even possible that they never witnessed this type of relationship dynamic growing up. And when they happen upon it, they freak out on some level and they start self-sabotaging. I would bet there is a part of the person who cheats that wants the love and the kindness they know they deserve. But the problem may be that they aren't sure what that looks like because growing up, the adults in their lives were in dysfunctional relationships. Dysfunctional, I guess I mean by lacking in communication, no displays of affection, being unattentive to their partner, or not being supportive. So naturally, it would seem that if one, one, one's parent did not display these behavior onto their partner, it's going to transfer to the child as well. Then there's the other part of them that has likely steered them for their entire life, which constantly reminds them that they are not deserving of love or kindness. This goes back to the parent saying, you know, if it was okay for me, it's good for you. Or you think you're better than somebody. And I think along the lines, this is a part of them that takes over and they cheat because they're listening to the internal negative, internal monologue. What do you call it? Internal monologue. And it seems that the low self esteem and the negative self talk go hand in hand. And these components can do a lot of damage. That is why it's so important for people to get a handle on their inner monologue so that they can work on building up their self-esteem. And ways that we could build up our self-esteem when we are feeling like this would be to do some shadow work, people call it. Definitely go to therapy. I would probably be, that would probably be my first thing that I would always suggest to someone, even if they feel like it's not for them. Plus a lot of Black folks, feel like therapy is a taboo subject and mental health is not really talked about or discussed as much as it should be. Lately, over the last few years, you know, there has been um, a big push for mental health awareness and reaching out to people in your life to check on them and make sure that, you know, if they need help, that you're there for them, that you would be supportive of them and 
it's always good to encourage somebody and just let them know. Because there's a lot of times people will sit around and think that no one there is no one is there to support them because of this internal monologue and this negative self-talk. Like no one's gonna help me. No one's like, why would they help me? I'm I don't deserve help or they don't like me. You know, why would they help me? This kind of thing. So it's really important to really get a hold of your thoughts and try to reprogram yourself against the negative self-talk and the poor inner monologue and change it with something uplifting and encouraging and positive. And and be gentle with yourself when you talk to yourself. I think that that could possibly help a lot of people as well. Over the years, I think I've encountered, I haven't really encountered too many people that are like healthy people or whole people, like, like I would say, because I feel like the people who who cheat, there's like a hole inside of them, like a void, and they're trying to fill that up. And when you have a person who is self-aware and, and participates or practices self-love and has a high emotional intelligence or has really good self-esteem and is very self-confident, they don't really cheat on their partners. It's never been, in my experience, it's never been that way. I feel like when these people are really good communicators and when they do have an issue with their loved one, they they realize that maybe I need to talk with this person and express what's going on because they are in a relation with relationship with a person whom they love and care and respect to the utmost and they cherish this relationship and they won't do anything to jeopardize it they will not allow anyone to come between them and they won't allow people to disrespect the relationship because when the disrespect comes they immediately shut that down so i guess what i'm getting at is that what i'm getting at is that people cheat because of a myriad of reasons and I truly believe that cheating is an extension of how a person feels about themselves. And there are people that say, oh, you know, people cheat because they're unfulfilled emotionally or sexually or they're, they lack support, their partner doesn't support them, yada, yada, yada. But this could be true, and I and I'm sure it is on some level. But I believe that if you really are good at communication, you'll be able to express this to your partner. And if they are unable to get satisfaction, they're going to opt out of the relationship instead of cheating. And when you cheat, you intentionally hurt your partner, whether you realize it or not. And I, I think this is what the cheaters don't actually realize is that they will cause damage and hurt their partner. This type of behavior, the cheating behavior, is a selfish impulsive is selfish and impulsive and it stems like almost to or not stems it's almost like they're seeking instant gratification and that may never come it's like the cheaters are looking for something in the person that they cheated with that they themselves are lacking you ever heard that expression you can't love someone if you can't love yourself this is what i mean it's like you can't pour from an empty cup 
because if you're lacking self-love, you're not going to love anybody else. You, you, if you can't love yourself, who, how are you going to love some, that person? You're going to love them half-ass. You're going to respect them half-ass. The relationship is not going to be as a huge part of your life, and you, you may not as cherish it on a certain, on a, you know, on the level that a person who has all these self-love and has all these different attributes is going to treat their partner. So I, I really under, I really believe that overall. Cheating is very detrimental to the relationship. It's detrimental to everybody involved. It's their psyche, their their trust level is is probably blown away. It's very hard to trust somebody once they've cheated on you. And there's many, many, many mar- married couples that can't come back from the cheating. Even if it was sexual cheating, even emotional cheating. Especially with women, women will cheat for emotional reasons. Men, most of the time, cheat for sexual reasons. But it could be both either way. And neither is right. And and they're probably, in their mind, they don't think they're wrong. Because they have a skewed view of what a healthy relationship is looking like. So them cheating is probably in their mind, like, it's not a big deal. Like, why are you tripping? Like, I only slept with her. Like, we only had sex. It's not a big deal. I love you. I'm never going to leave you. How does that even make sense? Like, they really believe on on some level, like, that that is true. And it's just so sad. And I feel like this is a big, big, big reason why people should and try to work they or they ought to be encouraged to work on their inner child and work on healing themselves. Did you ever notice that people will break up and one or or one or both of the people involved will start working on themselves. The women will do like the working out and do the revenge body, the revenge body. And in some way, psychologically, that is a way of healing yourself because as you start working out, you start building up your confidence. And once you start building up your confidence, you start seeing your self-worth. And uh, this is where a lot of men get stuck like, oh, and they they, they throw up in our faces like, oh, you know your self-worth. Worth. Well, yes, sir. If you did the same thing, you would see that as well. But <laughs> me, I'm stupid, but I think men work out for other men. They don't work out for women because only other men uh, admire their bodies. Yeah, we admire their bodies, but I feel like other men too are like, you know, watching them in the, um, what do you call that place? The gym. Like that way. <laughs> but <laughs> this neither here nor there. Anyway, <laughs> this is why you have to work on your self esteem and you have to know your worth. And men need to really settle in and, and start to try and heal themselves as well. It's important that men work on their on their inner selves so that they can 
stop cheating and think it's okay or stop having a certain perception of how a relationship should be. Like it should be 50-50. No, sir. It should be a hundred and a hundred. We're in a partnership. You do what I you do this, you do that because you're good at this, or and I'll do the take care of the finances and I'm good at well, I don't know, painting painting the walls and I'm good at crafty stuff. So those are the things that I'll do. So you have to kind of work as a team in tandem to accomplish the goals that are needed that need to be, you know, accomplished. So, and when you start to heal, you level up and then you're proud of yourself because of you did the work. And now you're starting to live the life that you always dreamed. And then once you start living the life and you get this momentum going, every part of your life will start to level up as well. So not only will you level up in a, your love relationships, you'll also level up in your platonic relationships or your work relationships or your even your whole attitude about work and your outlook on life. These things are important and it all goes back to self-love and self-esteem and self-confidence. The more you build it up, the more you understand, the less likely you are to cheat on your partner and cause unnecessary harm and damage. Now, will Nia Long and Adam Levine's wife, will they work it out with them? Do you really think that maybe they would want to? We don't know. Who knows? Hopefully they will. But at the same time, I'm wondering to myself, why should they? Why would I put myself in a situation to forgive somebody and take them back and that, that it'll possibly happen all over again? Because there's another saying, once a cheater, always a cheater, especially if they're not going to do the work to heal themselves. And I think that's important. Everyone needs to do the work to make yourself whole and learn to love yourself. You'll be fine. Isn't that what Whitney Houston said? Learn to love, learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. And she might not have written that line, but somebody did, but she sang it and she sang that song beautifully. But, you know, and that, that was that I feel like it's a true statement and that it applies to a lot of things in life, not just how they said the children are the future, you know? And then, then again, too, as well, that's another reason I would question myself if I, uh, if I was ever in that position or these women, especially Adam Levine's wife, they have children. They possibly have daughters. So what are you showing your daughters? That it's okay for your husband to cheat on you and that you sit and you take it and you take him back. That's not healthy because if your child came to you and said, hey, mom, my husband cheated on me with, you know, the girl down the street. 
you're going to be like, oh, no, absolutely not. Yada, yada, yada. Pack your stuff. We're going. You get that kid and we're out of here. You're not staying with him one more second of the day. But would you truly do that with yourself? And if your parents or your family members or your friends or whoever your support group said that to you, would you actually listen to them? Or would you really go inside yourself and think like, this is really what I want, or maybe I shouldn't do this again? I guess it's a lot for someone to think about and contemplate because you're breaking up your family and you're, you're, you know, but at the same time, why subject yourself to undue pain when you don't have to? We always say that. Don't put yourself in a position to suffer. You always want to put yourself in a position where you're always going to succeed, ideally. So it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to unpack. And I don't envy these women. I actually wouldn't want to be in their shoes at all. Couldn't imagine what they're thinking at night. I guess I would like to be the fly on the wall when they have these conversations with their, their husbands and fiancés. would really love to be sitting in there and just observe and kind of understand what they're thinking and how their thoughts are flowing. And best of all, I would absolutely love to hear the reasoning from the men as to why they decided to cheat. That would be the, that would be very mind-blowing. You know, that would be it. I, I would definitely want to hear that explanation. So these are my thoughts for this week's episode. Um, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope you're intrigued by this conversation. If you would like to leave any feedback about this episode or episode ideas, feel free to send me an email at amazonladyb at gmail.com or leave me a comment on my IG at lady underscore V triple eight. I'll have it under, you can leave that comment under the episodes, this episode's trailer I'll put up. Furthermore, if you like this episode and you think that someone you know would want to listen to it, please share it with them and share this across all your social media platforms. I will greatly appreciate it and it helps my podcast to grow. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have an awesome week. Take care now. Bye-bye.